1: Welcome to Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob, the podcast where we argue about something one of us is totally obsessed with.
0: And the other has never even seen. I'm Emily Jones. And I'm Eric Johnson. If this is your first time listening, you can find more Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob at gvnpodcast.com.
1: And you can also find all of our past episodes on iTunes and on Google Play.
0: Yay. Today, we're watching Stick It, a 2006 comedy about elite gymnastics. It's about a rebellious former gymnast forced back into the sport under a washed-up coach played by Jeff Bridges, also known as The Dude, but just not in this movie. He's not called The Dude, which is disappointing. Sorry. Uh It's part teen comedy, part inspirational sports movie, and part satire taking on the gymnastics world, and I have obviously never seen
1: it. I don't really see why that should be obvious, because it's a great movie.
0: I- I'm willing to give it a chance, but... <laughs> Man, this is this is a uh, to use a gymnastics term. This is a hurdle to get over for me. Uh, just the <laughs> the premise here. They
1: don't do hurdles in gymnastics.
0: This is gonna be rough, isn't it? Maybe. <laughs> do you not?
1: Are you not one of those? I I,
0: I, d- I thought that was a gymnastics term. Well, I, was they, not, I was not. I not. No, they then. do.
1: They do a vault. There's yeah. Like don't a don't they, don't
0: they hurdle over like a like a horse or something?
1: Well, no. Like they... There's there's a vault that. Okay. It's I it's called um. I guess they might call it a horse or something, but like they they vault over it. They don't hurt. They don't okay. call it hurdling. And like men, no, it's still it's a pommel. Men do a thing called a pommel horse. That's I like that's what I'm thinking of. That's where they have like it's like a like a bar thing with two handles on it, and they like swing their legs all around and like. But yeah, this is. I should probably should have specified this is women's gymnastics specifically.
0: Okay. <laughs> um
1: which has different it has different events than men's gymnastics. No, it's so. good. It's,
0: it's good good distinction to have, yeah. Yeah. So, so wait, uh, wait, wait, just to
1: clarify, just before we before we actually get into watching the movie, I'm now curious like are you are you don't watch you never watch gymnastics like during the Olympics? I mean, I don't like I don't like, a I don't like watch I don't like watch like world qualifying events, but like I get into it during yeah. the Olympics.
0: I feel like Olympics, just in general, I've, like, tuned in less and less and less as I've gotten older. Like, when I was a kid, I watched everything, including gymnastics and including, like, you know, figure skating and whatever. You just named two
1: of the best Olympic sports.
0: I'm I'm aware. But no, like, I don't even... Sometimes during the Olympics, I don't even tune in for, like, the really popular ones uh, now. So I'm like, yeah. (laughs) To
1: To do... In our occasional series of narrating what our faces look like, I would just made the most (laughs) horrified face because...
0: What? Emily's realizing that whenever she wants to do the uh, do an episode about the Tour de France, how, how difficult that's going to be to get through that's, to me.
1: <laughs> that's going to be difficult on many, many, many levels. We might not even be able to do it because it takes... It's like, it, like
0: three weeks long, yeah?
1: It's, it's the entire month of July. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And I thought Tale of Two Cities took a long time. Yeah,
1: yeah I don't know if we're going to do that one. But this is fictional gymnastics, although there are some real gymnasts in it, which you okay. might not get if you since I won't. you apparently don't pay any attention I at won't all I will get that
0: I'm... but I'm going <laughs> to point it out, out I'm going to
1: point it out to you anyway
0: okay well there's Looking one to there's it. one
1: you might recognize from like subway commercials so
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> there's
1: one very famous olympic gymnast in this um okay anyway on that note enjoy Let's the
0: movie go watch this <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey listeners, Eric and I are off watching Stick It. Yay! I think. (laughs) Yes, it's yay. Okay. So uh, as usual, we are about to spoil everything that happens, and you don't want to, you know, find out if they win or lose or what happens. Uh, uh, There's a lot of high stakes gymnastics going on that you don't high, want spoiled for you. High
0: stakes stakes. Is that a, is that an event is, is high stakes in an event in no, gymnastics No. I just
1: mean it's high stakes cuz like <laughs> it's competition. Jeez. Anyway. Just gotta check. So you probably want to watch the movie uh, before you read before you listen to the rest of this podcast before you read the rest of this podcast. Sure. Um, why not? <laughs> so if you'd like to do that and you don't own it on DVD, uh, I you can I don't. rent it on YouTube, Amazon Video, Vudu, and Google Play. All of those are 2.99. So, nice and cheap.
0: I, I like how they always go to two ninety nine. It's just three dollars. I mean that, that extra penny really just makes a huge difference here. I you know? mean,
1: it does. There's that's one of, that's one of my favorite lines from Mad Men when I think it's Roger Sterling who says like, you know what genius? You know what's genius in advertising? Ninety nine cents. Someone <laughs> thought of ninety nine cents. That's true. It's totally true.
0: Is Mad Men on our list? Because you know I haven't seen that, right?
1: Oh, Mad Men's on the list.
0: Okay, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay.
1: I that's so absurd. I can't even address it. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, that's for another day. Yes, that's another day, another episode. This episode, we're watching Stick It. You should, too. Enjoy the movie, and we'll see you
0: in a moment. And we're back. We just watched Stick It, 2006 comedy about about women's gymnastics. Uh, Before we get to what I thought of this film, uh, Emily, why don't you tell us why you love this so much?
1: Well, again, among many reasons that I love this movie, um, I think the, the sort of overall thing for me is that it 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 manages to do like multiple things like it manages to be both like like really kind of irreverent and nasty about inspirational sports movies and also about gymnastics. Like, you know, it kind of makes fun of a lot of the like silly little tropes that we that make gymnastics and particularly women's gymnastics like seem a make it makes you you, you know you, there's a tendency to sort of roll your eyes at them a little bit because they do wear like lots of glitter in their hair and they do all those weird little things where they like point their toes and pointlessly mm-hmm. do that thing where they arch their back and stick their butt out and it's like what are you even doing like you know there's so there's a there's a lot that's like sort of ridiculous in it um and it does a good job of kind of like poking fun at that and like making fun of that stuff but also like also sort of making the sport look like super badass and and <laughs> kind of like i don't know so I, I like i like that it sort of does both i like that it kind of like that it kind of like makes fun of the whole thing while also like kind of elevating it in a way and it sort of does a similar thing like it makes fun of the the whole sort of the more traditional inspirational sports movie like when he tries to give her like a little speech she gets all mad and like you're not actually pushing that
0: you could have been great speech you
1: are a total cliche. You realize that, right? Oh, okay. Come on, uh, original recipe. Let's hear it. You give me the speech. Fine. Uh, f- talent out of the ass. Natural ability that half the world's gymnasts would kill for. And you're flushing it away. Don't flush your life away, kid. Step away from the bull. But then at the same time, like, it's also, it also totally like kind of ends up being like your traditional sports movie where he comes up and says he's proud of her at the end and like all that kind of stuff. And it's like, oh. I don't know. So I like I like that. I like that it You like, like it's
0: subversive but also not at times. Like it's kind of like right. subversive to a point. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. What did you think?
0: Um if you told me at the start of the season that we'd be watching a black comedy about heroin addicts and a comedy about women's gymnastics, <laughs> and that I would like the comedy about women's gymnastics more, I would have said, you're crazy.
1: But yeah, here we are. L- I've been a little all over the place this season. <laughs> no, my... but I'm,
0: I'm saying I like th- I, I like this one a lot, and I'm I am glad. totally surprised. Yeah. Um, I uh, yeah, there, there's, I mean, granted, maybe there's an expectations thing here, maybe so to speak. I set the bar differently for this versus train spotting, but going into this knowing almost nothing about it, uh, I, uh, I really was was uh, surprised by uh, similar to Clueless. There's, this is a very smart movie, even even though it's like, you know, it's fun and it's silly a lot of the time, and it's just like this is like the most you know Hollywood like, version of, you know, punk rock ever, but whatever, you know. I
1: know, and it always bothers me. In fact, I think I've posted about this, like, I've tweeted this at some point when I was watching this movie, like, it always bothers me how, um, how, like, rebellious teenagers in movies, like, rebel by, like, being really into stuff that, like, Rebellious people of their parents' generation would have been into. So, like, yeah, yeah. She spends the whole movie in like in like black flag and black Bad flag shirt. Why, why is she wearing a black flag shirt? And it's t-shirt. like, yeah, and it's like, you guys, this is someone who is like seventeen. She, well, she's ju- she juvenile, doesn't juvenile, like so she, she's seventeen. But... <laughs> well, of course, she doesn't look like she's seventeen. They never do. But um, you know, she she she's in juvenile court, so she must be seventeen. Right. Um, in two thousand six, like. I don't I don't feel like like that would necessarily be her mode of rebellion that's her this parents used generation. used to be rebellious, yeah. But yeah, but I mean, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I guess it's always like But it's like- so
1: fun and it's it is like I don't know, I love that. I love that like especially cuz again, you know, gymnastics and especially women's gymnastics, they wear sparkly little outfits and like millions mm-hmm. of barrettes in their hair and glitter makeup and, you know, they do their routines to like tech weird techno music. And you know, so it's cool to see that stuff like alongside like popular and well known like punk rock music, yeah. But, like
0: Blink One, there's a lot of Blink One Eighty Two in this movie, yeah. which is
1: actually <laughs> a lot more like era appropriate And right. her bad and there's a little teacher. bit of green
0: day at one point during one of the training montages right and, yeah. right
1: which and that's like a great song for that anyway i'm sorry i interrupted you yeah
0: um but no i mean like uh to your point about sort of the subversive but also not i mean i thought i did walk a really good line there you know between those two things of like not being too off the walls but also having fun with the format um there was one thing and i'm i'm this is probably intentional but like some some like misdirection i guess in uh, the this the, the plot here where i was kind of like bracing a little bit because of the whole stuff when um when jeff bridges is lecturing her about like not injuring herself like not you know i think when he's like making it doing a handstand he's kind of like giving her a lecture my head from having seen other sports movies i'm thinking like okay this is going to build too she's going to injure herself badly at this competition then she's going to have to rebuild herself and then it's going to be about her winning the gold at the end like that's exactly where my head went you know, basically as soon as he gives that lecture. And, obviously we are building to the giant competition at the end, but it goes such a completely different direction. I mean, the Act 2 break isn't, you know, her hurting herself, which is exactly what I thought. I thought I was right when, like, she gets on the bar and, like I said, like, slow, not-rock music. Oh, yeah, the sad music when she's on the beam? Yeah. And it winds up up she's crying because she's, like, really, you know, it's all the shit she's been through with her family being pieces of shit. Um... I thought that was a... I, I, assuming that was intentional, I thought that was a brilliant bit of misdirection for anyone who has seen sports movies like this, and that, and that was something where it then wound up being that wound up being the fuel for the whole rest of the movie. What was was that you know chained up with the fact that no, we're not going to play by their rules, sort of idea?
1: Right, and that's actually that's the last note that I wrote down on my notes was that I love that in the end the stakes end up being different. It's mm-hmm. not about winning the gold medal. It it becomes not about winning the gold medal, not about who's going to win the big game. You know, as it as it sort of always is in these movies. It's about something entirely different. And it's great.
0: Also, fun piece
1: of trivia that has actually nothing to do with this movie, because they would have been making the movie before this happened.
0: But also
1: in 2006, they actually changed the, uh, they changed the scoring system for gymnastics.
0: Oh, you're yeah. so the, in terms of the things you get penalties on.
1: No, actually not. They did not change that. But they change it's so like the scores that they're getting during the movie, like that are out of a, t- a perfect ten. Mm-hmm. Um, that is not a thing anymore. It's a lot more complicated and confusing now. And like based on what they're doing going into it, yeah, there's all kinds of craziness. It makes it harder to watch actually, as as like a
0: amateur since, since you know it. how it's supposed to be yeah i'm just like oh i'm just along for the ride no <laughs> no no no,
1: not the movie i it makes gymnastics harder to watch like oh, real oh, gymnastics in the real world are harder to, in the same way are you more familiar with figure skating
0: not really i mean so okay. i recently i was gonna point out um do you listen to radio lab sometimes yeah they, they just did a, a story about um a famous thing from the figure skating i think from like sometime in the 90s like maybe 90 six olympics maybe about an african-american figure skater or not oh surya bonali yes her uh african french i guess um yes, figure skater who and, did
1: backflips and... even though that's illegal
0: right and, and ta- talking about the way the judges like you know doctor points for for not being consistent for exactly what they're saying in this the, the guy says it twice when you get right down to it in gymnastics consistency over flash is what rules today
1: also additional fun fact yeah those are the actual announcers.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I, I was You're assuming right. they were. Like,
1: if yeah. you like if you watch g- g- gymnastics competition, like, it's usually those two.
0: I was totally assuming they were. <laughs> I, I had no idea who the famous gymnast was who you were saying. I was assuming maybe the woman oh. who was asking for an autograph at the end. No, maybe that was the no, 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 gymnast. no,
1: no, 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 Nastya Lukin. The one okay. who they who they pick for the um to uh, win the... uneven bars.
0: Right, yeah, okay. And
1: she's like there's a, she has a little scene where she's talking to one of the other girls. You'll win Florida event finals for sure. No, I didn't even qualify. It was so lame. Okay. Um okay. Two years later, she was the all around gold medalist, individual all around gold medalist at the Olympics. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: this this was before she had like retired from Olympic competition. This wasn't like her coming back to This was those... her
1: this is like her when she was like a a young up and coming gymnast. Like I don't know her history oh, wow. that well, but at this point she I mean, if she was in the Olympics in 2008 at the at in 2006, she probably would have been Actually, I'm going to look it up now. She probably would have been competing in nationals, competing at worlds like
0: so uh, that that's interesting because I was just assuming that whoever the famous person was, it would be someone who was no longer actually competing because like going to film a movie is like that's that's you know that's time consuming work. Yeah,
1: but. well, and I mean she's just in the one like yeah. the one competition, but yeah. um, yeah, no, now, I mean now she's retired, and you might see her in like ads for things and stuff. But no, she looks like such a little baby in this too because she was <laughs> a lot, um, she was a lot you know taller by the time she uh, by two thousand eight, but yeah. um. Yeah, in 2005, she won her first senior national championships. Um, And then, yeah. Um, But then, yeah,
0: I mean, the thing... So, as we were saying in the intro, the fact that I, like, don't watch a whole lot of, like, especially gymnastics, but other stuff in the Olympics. Like, I feel like this movie... Um, did exactly what it needed to to get someone like me, who's just an ignorant of of the sport, um, to pay attention. Which is making things so visually interesting. Like you know, on TV, obviously, the they, they can't have you know crazy angles and doing all sorts of like really movie type stuff. So I understand the reality of like you know, this is a live competition that's being broadcast around the world. You make do with what you can. But like, there's some so many interesting things that are being done visually with this movie when they're right? showing the team at. Um, Um, VGA, Mm -hmm. was that the name of the... Vickerman Gymnastics Academy. Yeah, showing them, like, practicing, and, like, all their shots are overlapping, and it's, like, a music video at times, and, you know, it's, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, the visuals are really, really cool. I love, I love that a lot. It's, it's, like, they do a good, as you said, they do a good job making it really, like, aesthetically interesting. I also think they do a good job of education, like. Yeah. I mean, the announcers, as you, you you did notice that they repeat the exact same line at one point about, Mm -hmm. you know, consistency over Flash. But um, but they they do a really good job between that and Haley's voiceover. Like they do a gr- a good job, I think, of educating you about like I agree what this sport is, what goes into it, why the tricks have weird names because they're named mm-hmm. after you know gymnasts who did them in the past and all of that stuff. Yeah, I think I think that they did
0: well with that. Um, let's see. I'm looking back at my notes that I took during the movie.
1: One of the first things you said was that the movie is like smart and smarter than mm-hmm. you expected. Sort of yeah. a part of that, I think, is um. I love Joanne's, like...
0: I was just gonna say Joanne's ...perfect Joanne, yeah.
1: ditziness, like... Because they could just make her, like... They could just make her dumb. And she is super dumb. But, like, they do... Like... They just come up with just amazing dumb things for her to say. Like, 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 cardiovas... The cardiovasectomy, like...
0: <laughs> yeah, or the, uh, uh... Let's see. I've wrote down a bunch of them. Um, let's see. In stimulation, or, uh...
1: And G-E-D? <laughs> Drunk driving have to do with school, right?
0: Um, or, or, or actually, my favorite one that I wrote down was uh, when, when um, Vic is making them like run laps outside. She yells at. This is totally violating
1: the penal code, <laughs> right? Which-
0: uh, that, that that that's so. look yeah. Basically, most of the funny lines I feel like were given to Joanne, and I was fine with that. Like, that's yeah. Um, she she was I, as as you know, I'm a fan of Mean Girls, and yeah, she she's basically um the the dumb one and then the queen bee uh, combined. The uh, right uh, Karen Re- and the other Karen, one. And,
1: Karen and Regina,
0: Regina. That's it. Yeah.
1: Are you sure you're a fan of Mean Girls? Come on.
0: It's been a long time. It's, forgot, b- it's been several years since I've seen. You mean forgot
1: Girls. Regina Georgia's name. Also, it's been several years.
0: Yeah. What? what is
1: that nonsense?
0: I watch a lot of other stuff, so I, I don't rewatch this same movie over and over again like you do, apparently. <laughs> Fine. Whatever. Um
1: But yeah, Jeff Bridges. Um I like him in this movie and this and this is what I was talking about of like I have a hard time seeing him in something else because I hear this character. <laughs>
0: That's so funny, because when he first started talking, I was like, oh my god, it's the dude. Like, his voice is so, for me, is so iconically associated with the dude. So, you know, to, to each his or her own, but... <laughs>
1: yeah, reverse situation. Um, ju- but yeah, I I don't know, I like I should ask what you thought of his character before I dive into it.
0: Oh, no, I mean, I, I liked it. I, I did think it was a little bit weird just to hear that voice coming out of someone who is dressed so conservatively, and it was the, the, <laughs> the very Texas hair that he was sporting here and all that. Um, but, um, yeah, no, I... I liked the fact that the movie was, you know, much more about his relationship with with Haley and about, and also about the whole team thing, and less about just her. Like, I, I feel like, you know, um, oftentimes in sports movies, the coach is important, but they're sort of like. Um, it's, like, the sports equivalent of, like, the Manic Pixie Dream Girl trope, you know, where it's, like, you just need this person to help you, like, realize it in yourself, and then you do the rest, sort of yeah, thing, like, like
1: the, like, the um, inspirational
0: pixies, you know? Exactly.
1: Like, Denzel Washington in, um, in Remember the Titans. Fantastic yeah. movie. Love it to pieces. Love Denzel Washington in it. And, like, obviously a lot of the movie is about him and, like, right. his struggle as the coach of this team and against all the, you know, racist uh resistance to integration that there is and all of that stuff. But like ultimately he's right a hundred percent of the time and he's like
0: he's He says the right things. He's never really questioned, you know. You yeah, know, he he's never doubt his motives.
1: He the only people who question him are people you know are wrong because they're racist. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking
0: of movies I've not seen in a long time, I've not seen that movie since middle school. Oh so. wow.
1: <laughs> no, and I mean again, I love that movie to pieces, but The only, you know, he's as a coach, he's always right. He's totally right about motivating Mm -hmm. the team, you know, and again, like the only the only people who ever question him like meaningfully
0: are the bad guys are the bad
1: guys. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't really have a character arc besides like managing to get the team to triumph over the bigotry.
0: And it's not that Jeff Bridges has like big character ev- arc, and necessarily that's every here.
1: that's every coach in every sports movie, pretty much.
0: Right, I, and, and I, it, like it's not like Vic has like a big character arc necessarily. I mean, he does change, but I mean, the movie is not still not about him. But like from the get go, we are kind of um, fed details about his character, and we're we're fed like reasons not to totally trust him. The whole thing about like oh, they had more what like injuries than medals or whatever right. he says. Um And all the stuff about him, like, you know, lying to all the parents. Olympic track baster's team. That's the gold? You mean the gold? Did I say gold? <laughs> <laughs> well, you see.
1: I guess Madison and gold are becoming synonymous for
0: You know, like, we're, we're clearly, you know... Set up to to be ready to you know have him be a scumbag like the other coach, and it it turns out that once he finds out what the other coach did, then like that's that's where we like get get to meet the real like the good guy underneath, you know?
1: Right, and I you know, and I do think I mean it's a it's a little tiny arc, and like again, it's re- the movie is still really about Haley and the other gymnasts, mostly Haley, but um, but no, I like that that it is kind of like he's sort of um at the point that we meet him, he is kind of like he's sort of hardened and cynical on a couple levels. Like, you see, you know, like, he's hard on them, but he's also really insistent about them being, like, safe and strict because he's seen so many injuries.
0: What are we about? Clean, safe routine.
1: Guaranteed yeah. to stick. Mm-hmm. But also, like, he's, um, I don't know, his cynicism has kind of, has kind of, like, like, frozen over any, like, warmth that he might have. Like, you see, at, a, at, at one point, shortly before he finds out about um, Haley and the uh, and his her former coach Haley's mom and the other coach. Right. Um, like you see one of the girls try to like hug him after. Uh... He kind
0: of like shrugs her off. Sort of, yeah, like... and
1: so yeah, he's kind of like he is sort of disengaged from you know I mean he's coaching them and like doing a good decent job of coaching them whatever but he is he is like emotionally he's kind of disengaged from the mm-hmm. whole thing. Um, and yeah, it's like it's like he her whole thing like does kind of melt him a little bit and it's like right. oh he actually is a good person underneath yay
0: <laughs> yeah sort sort of the whole thing of like um you know i mean the movie's themes of just sort of like breaking out of the mold and kind of like not doing not conforming to you know whatever's already been done before that seems to, to chip away at his <laughs> exterior yeah
1: yeah it does well and i also, also um sends
0: him to the hospital but you know other than that well
1: yeah yeah, no, but I, I like him. I like that he I like that he ends up sort of being a big softie. Yeah. And like again that he comes up and says he's proud of her, like right at the right moment yeah. when she's just saying that like she really wants that to happen.
0: Yeah. The other characters uh that I kind of wrote stuff down on my notes are the two guys. Uh, one of whom is named Poot.
1: Yeah, that's weird. Uh, I didn't
0: catch the other name. Um, uh,
1: he has, like, a normal... I can't remember his name, but it's, like, a normal one. Like, it's just his name.
0: Okay, Joe. Fine. We'll just call him yeah, Joe. It's, I want to
1: <laughs> say it's, like, Kyle or Kevin or something.
0: All right, Kyle and Poot. Um, yeah, I, I could have done without them. I felt like... I mean, they were obviously important for getting Joanne to be, you know, Human. to have something against her mom and wanting to go to prom and do all that, but... Um, like, the whole thing, like, the, the whole scene with, like, the shopping montage and all the, and them just kind of, like, farting in the car, I, I don't know, like. Yeah. I, I guess, I guess the the thing that I liked most about them was they, uh, totally fooled me at the very first scene, like, at the start when they're, they're it's all the guys, like, who are doing the, the skating and the biking stuff, and then the whole, you know, uh, the very quick twist of, like, oh no, the guy in the hoodie is actually Haley. Um, like there's, that's a, you know, nice little, nice little trick there. Cause I, you know, a, bun- a bunch of like, you know, white teenage boys, I wasn't keeping track of, you know, how many there were. I wasn't paying attention to the fact that, oh yeah, wh- wh- one of them wasn't talking the whole time. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, they're, um, yeah, they're sort of, they're sort of superfluous. I don't have any strong feelings about them. Although, um, I like, uh, I feel like they could be a lot worse. Like they could oh, be yeah. a lot more stereotypical than they are. I mean, they're totally. very, they're very stereotypical, but like i don't know i like how they like kind of get into gymnastics when they go see her compete and like
0: they're like um, how do we not know about this or something like that yeah
1: yeah and i also like the like there's really no point to it to be in the movie but like when the one of them makes the joke to the other about him being whipped because he's like doing whatever joanne says he looks at him and he's like dude what's so wrong about being whipped when is that a bad thing ever i could do with like more more movies where like the 17 year old boy characters are like wait no that actually like i don't (laughs) see what's can we stop using that as like
0: let's question the stupid shit we say right yeah (laughs) i I will say though even by teenage boy logic giving someone your cell phone right as they're being driven off to what you think is juvenile detention like stupid that even by teenage boy logic that makes no sense like
1: (laughs) really stupid yeah
0: yeah it's a cell phone
1: also, anyway. one of them is one of the only people to go on from this movie and actually become like famous. Who the blonde one whose name we can't remember? I didn't realize this until um, I looked up the year the movie was made on IMDb for the intro. Okay. But uh, it's Kellen Lutz, and he's like you. Uh, yeah, I don't don't know who that is. Uh he's he's like in um, I want to say he's in the Twilight movies. Maybe he's like no. he's like a famous person. They make jokes on Thirty Rock about. Lutz being his, like, cousin or <laughs> uncle or something. Okay. And he has, like, a little guest appearance. So that might be one point where you might have heard of him. But, I've, yeah, I have
0: seen all of 30 Rocks, so yeah. I've so yeah, Kellen, Kellen
1: Lutz is, like, legitimately famous among, like, hmm. people who watch Twilight.
0: <laughs> the other
1: one ends up on Gossip Girl, and I don't know where he goes from there, but...
0: Okay, Poot.
1: Very, very, yeah, Poot is very briefly on Gossip Girl as this weird artist that one of the characters dates. But, like, and
0: okay. um, Joanne
1: goes to... Lee, but none of the rest of them end up in anything else ever.
0: Yeah, like I haven't seen the uh, Haley, the, that actress in anything. I don't think yeah, ever before.
1: I don't, I don't know that she's in anything else notable.
0: Yeah. What's also? F- what would you say? Too bad. I mean, she, she was good in this. I thought, she did a good job with the, uh, you know, as the lead of the movie.
1: Yeah. No, I like her. I think, I think she's good.
0: But yeah, no. I mean, just last thought on Kyle, Question Mark, and Poot. Like my, my thinking was like these characters are probably just put in there so that like. High school boys going to see this movie with their girlfriends like would feel like they had someone to identify with. That's my best guess. Like they kind of felt yeah like, like just superfluous to sort of the 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 driving action of of the movie and like the the team you know.
1: Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I think they're also there to kind of emphasize how different Haley is from the other girls. I mean, that's they don't true. they don't even they literally don't know any boys.
0: That the, that's uh, the that's other very girls true.
1: you know, and Haley is like more kind of
0: and she's like she knows them so well she's grossed out by them right <laughs> she's and like... she's
1: she's just generally she's like more normal and self assured and like yeah. has like a degree of she has uh, she's done other stuff like in life than mm-hmm. gymnastics which most of
0: them haven't and all
1: this kind of yeah so I mean like that's their purpose yeah they're not great there could eh, be less there could be less of them but not the
0: end of the world to have them there yeah no they're fine um, I'm just looking at do you, have, do you have anything else written down? I'm just looking at my notes here.
1: Um, no. Although I do want to educate you about, if in case you didn't get it, like one another of my favorite lines in the movie is when uh Vic is, is taken away in the ambulance, and like the girls are debating whether they're going to break out and like go mm-hmm. with the boys. Right. Uh, and Joanne is like, "No, we have uh we have workouts to finish." And one of them says, oh, "Who died and made right. you Nadia?" Yeah. Nadia is Nadia Comaneci, who's the uh, she's like a super famous gymnast. She was the first person to ever get a perfect ten in Olympic. I was assuming like, she, in... she's
0: one of the coaches in the the VGA, right? Is is she like no? There, there's a woman coach. Who I was assuming must must have been a, must have been a famous gymnast. I didn't recognize.
1: Oh, I don't, I don't know that she is. I don't, maybe she is, but no, that's not who I'm talking about. I just. Um... I don't... Wait, hold on a second. Maybe I'm I, wrong. I thought, I thought
0: they were referring to, like, Maybe that I'm character. wrong. I
1: could be wrong about the joke. I just... I've always assumed that, like... Because normally you would say, like, who died and made you, like, king or queen or whatever. Okay. But instead they say Nadia because...
0: She's the queen, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. Now I'm looking up that coach's name. No, that coach is named Dory. Okay. So I'm right about the joke.
0: Okay. Um yeah. I don't know
1: if she's a former gymla- gymnast, though. No, she's a she's a... Just an actress. Not yeah, just, I guess I was actress. just kind
0: of like falsely connecting things because that coach had like a Russian accent and then Nadia sounds like it could be like a you know a Russian name. I don't know. No, I, it's I, a
1: reasonable it's a reasonable, um it's a reasonable assumption to make. So no, I'm glad I brought it up then. So yeah. so now you know Nadia, she's um she was Romanian. Romanian okay. gymnast. Um okay. and yeah, she's like she's a very famous gymnast. And she was like extremely young and tiny hmm. um when she got her perfect ten. Yeah, she's like legendary. Anyway, that's all.
0: Um, Only other thing I have in my notes here. um, Well, this is kind of a two parter. One, the kind of um, the with a point where Joanne reveals Haley's plan about like kind of like or or says like, oh, she's just trying to make you guys sort of overexert yourselves so that she can get the first place in like the was it the qualifiers or not? Not the final. Yeah, it's just like a it's a
1: it's it's just a smaller meet. Yeah,
0: Yeah, the The smaller meet. Like, Joanne turns to uh, Weiwei and uh, the dumb one, whose name I'm blanking on. Mina. Mina. She turns to Weiwei and Mina and, like, says, like, here's her plan. And there's this, like, really, really long take of just them processing this. (laughs) That was maybe my favorite (gasps) thing of the whole movie, was just how long they held on their faces while they (laughs) thought through, you know, this plan that just bane let out. I I thought that was, like, the funniest thing in the whole movie, because, like... (laughs) you know, you could do that and have it be, like, you know, two seconds long and it's still kind of a little bit funny just to see them react, but that's, like, a full, like, (laughs) ten second take of just no talking, just these two characters. yeah, contemplation,
1: (laughs) confusion, faces. No, that's great. That is great.
0: But then the second part of my thing is, like, then later on after the whole drama about her leaving and then coming back, uh, Mina and Weiwei come back, come up and hug Haley, and they're like, oh, we're sorry, you know, Joanne, like, misrepresented your plan or, or whatever, and it's like, she didn't, though. I mean, it seems like Joanne was pretty, pretty truthful about exactly what Haley was doing.
1: Yeah, you know, I always, I'm never sure uh, about about that because it's like on the one hand, Haley's whole thing is that she wants, you know, she's kind of all about like stick it to the man, and yeah, and so it's like she totally believes in what she's telling them. But, also, yeah, I do think that a part of her is also knows that
0: saying what she she's screwing, screwing them will over screw... because
1: she wants because she wants to win the person get out, yeah,
0: right I mean, well, her whole thing when she gets to the thing is she's calling all of them robots and like they're not like thinking for themselves, So, yeah, I don't doubt that she believes that you should you know give it your all or whatever, but yeah, she I do them. think I do think it's it is actually also her plan. you have to you have to kind of build up to defeat that programming, I mean, you know, but yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, my my only comment is, uh, you mentioned the amount of Blink-182, uh, mm-hmm. but I I don't know, I'm sort of unaware of it, except for the one, the scene the when they first start at Nationals with the scratching, after they're mm-hmm. all mad about the thing with Mina's bra strap, and so they all start scratching, and it's to that Blink-182 song, and I just think it's so, it's like such perfect music uh, for that moment, and I like legitimately get a little bit emotional about that scene every time. <laughs> As I'm but, pretty like, I sure know. that
0: her final floor dance is also Blink-182. Oh, the yeah. Thing where she's like, uh, you know, um, where it's like her, you know, her, her final, her final, quote unquote, yeah. showdown that's going to be with the, the famous gymnast who then scratches. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I think, I think you might be right about that. I, I just mean, like, I just speaking of Blink-182. Um, no, I just, I, again, I like legitimately get a little bit emotional about that scene because <laughs> that, that also is sort of the point where it pivots from like. From, like, this is a sports movie to, like, oh, no, we're we're competing against the judges and, like, the sport itself. Like, ah, I don't know. And this, I don't know, I just think it's a really well-chosen song, too, because it's, like, there's a lot of, like, sort of, like, slow going to it, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then, like, all of a sudden, and it, it happens over and over again in the song, and all of a sudden it, like, kicks into gear. And, like, it works out perfectly. Obviously, they made it this way but like it lends itself very well to that like you don't know what Haley's gonna do and then it kicks into gear and she goes and scratches and then it has they let they let it happen again where it's like yep. you don't necessarily know what Joanne is gonna do and then she ends up scratching too and it's like I don't know it just yeah I just really really love that sequence I think it I think it's done really well pulls pulls up my heart strings I'm
0: totally. a sucker. No. This is a good movie. Good pick. And Yay. Uh, I got to say, this is kind of what, what the podcast is, is made for, because like, I probably at some point would have watched Train Spotting. I probably would have watched The Big Sleep. I might have even gotten around to Moulin Rouge on my own. There's a 0.0% <laughs> chance that I ever would have on my own voluntarily watched Stick It, a <laughs> movie about women's gymnastics. And yet here I am enjoying it and uh, talking about it. So, so uh, good pick.
1: Yay. I'm glad.
0: So, uh, on the topic of stuff that we would never do on our own... Oh, boy. (laughs) What are you you making me do next time? We're doing another video game. Oh, God. Okay. What video game? (laughs) Uh, But this is we we're, we're going to keep on trying completely like different types of video games until we find one that you can tolerate. The, 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 this is the mission.
1: That's good uh, cuz if you picked another one that was like similar to the ones we've did before, I would probably be No, no,
0: no I'm I'm trying I'm trying to pick broadly and, and widely here. Trying to give you a diverse sample so you can, you know, uh get a taste of what's out there. Uh we're going to be playing a uh very very well regarded game that was my introduction to the Mario series. Uh th- this game is uh very near and dear to my heart and uh yeah, we'll, there's uh, there's a fair bit of I guess like sort of gymnastics in it. He jumps and runs. Yeah, Mario and ducks. does
1: lots of jumping and and running yeah. and this, running, this is, running towards objects the, and stuff. This is
0: early enough in the series before he uh, learned how to do like somersaults and wall kicks and stuff. So he's not quite as as a uh, gymnastically inclined as as he as he becomes later on in the games. But in any case, that's what we will be doing next week.
1: Interesting. I'm intrigued.
0: Yes. Uh, until then, though, where else can we find you on the internet?
1: I am on Twitter at ejreports,
0: and I'm on Twitter at hey hey esj. This is Giant Geek versus Mega Noob, signing off. Bye, guys. This has been Giant Geek versus Mega Noob. For more, visit gvnpodcast.com. dot com.